Hello, welcome to the Tony Daily with me, Tony Kent. It's the podcast that invites you to come find yourself. So you can listen to this and say, it's not just me. And I can speak to you and say, no, it's all right. It's not just you. It's also me. So today, the topic is show me the way. And I don't mean in the show me the way to go home. Tired and I want to go to bed. Not that. I mean in the. Oh, you're going to hate this one. Show me the way. I can't do it. I sound like Jim off a of Friday night dinner when he's trying to say something. Um, it's about showing other people the way. And this cropped up many, many reasons. So yesterday I shared a picture my socials, which was of me um, performing by myself. Like uh, I was doing a rehearsal actually for a video um, link where I was hosting a conference on my own in a room in a studio in Newbury, but I was working remotely by myself um, alongside a picture of me performing in real life in front of an audience. Um where you're getting that kind of, you know, in-person vibe. And I had noted not only are both ways of working valid, which is what we talked about yesterday, but also that bloody hell, don't I fling my arms out a lot like it was this big. And um, uh, Julie, who I know, who's a coach, had messaged me. She and I had had a chat. I interviewed her for my University Challenge podcast. And we'd been talking about um, the type of people that she works with. And she has this concept of way showers. So people that show others the way. And I love that. The uh, one challenge is that when you write way showers, it is spelt the na- same as way showers. But it means way showers. So maybe a hyphen between show and ers. Um, and that led me on to, we'll get there. Don't worry. Bear with me, caller. We'll get there. And and uh, she said to me, I think, it's like that song. I want you to show me the way, which was by Peter Frampton. Um, this led me down a rabbit hole because I know that song. And at the beginning, there's this weird noise. And I was thinking, is it a jaw harp? I thought, no, it's not a jaw harp. And I did look it up. It's talk box. And if you don't know the Peter Frampton song, you will know. And I'll be amazed if you don't know, because even 12 year olds today are playing this at their parties, as witnessed by my daughter walking past. Well, it might have been a 10 year olds party. Little little girl locally that we know was having a party in a paddock, (laughs) as you do. And they were all leaping up and down and singing to Bon Jovi, living on a prayer. So you know that bit at the beginning, that bit. Uh, I know that's not the uh, Frog Chorus by um, Paul McCartney. No. Uh, Oh, full of music today. Um, He was using, it's a talk box. So it is a piece of equipment that is connected to a guitar and to a microphone that allows you to make those crazy kind of noises um, that no doubt many of you will have impersonated when drunk at a disco or not. Um, Our next door neighbours got an air guitar, which 
We all know when he's had too much to drink because the air guitar comes out of the box. So um, this is a very long way, isn't it, of getting to today's topic, but necessary, I think. Because I don't know about you. I know some of you are like me, music obsessives. And whilst I don't have... uh, the ability to play a musical instrument. I don't play. I did play the drums at school. Um, I am wired for... Oh, God. Wired for sound, Cliff Richard. Um, I, oh, no. I'm wired for music. So I've always, 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 always got a song in my head. And if I'm thinking about a title for a piece of work that I'm writing, um, I will often use a song title. You'll find them throughout my books. Um, the Reasons to be Cheerful books... Pretty much every essay begins with a song title um, because it, I don't know, helps organise my thoughts. Anyway, bloody hell, I'm making you work hard today, aren't I? Am I still listening to this? Why am I listening to this? So this brings us neatly to showing people the way. And um, something that I discussed with my therapist today, and I'm quite open to say that... um, I have therapy session every couple of weeks. It's really valuable, really useful. um, Because after decades of carry on as normal, you get to the point where sometimes you need to work a couple of little bits and pieces out. And one of the things that I really want to do, and one of the things that I do with my work, is to talk about um, how I was able to avoid repeating a cycle, um, how I was able to um, move out of a number of different elements of disadvantage and to put myself on an emotional and financial footing, which meant that when it came to raising my children, I was able to do so in a way that didn't repeat things that happened when I was raised. And I think it's okay. It's okay to say that. And um, I'm very keen to, I guess, um, help other people who have found themselves in difficulty or young people especially who are growing up in difficulty to see that it is possible It is possible to grow up in a very disadvantaged um, family. Is it possible to grow up in a family that's enmeshed? It's possible to grow up with a parent that um, is emotionally mature and is not able to parent in an adult way. It's possible to go through all those things and create... A different life for yourself you don't have to repeat the cycle and it is hard but it is possible so I'm really keen to help show people the way I just want to sing it but I really can't because I am not Peter Frampton I'm definitely not um so how do I kind of get to do it and it's really interesting because I think for lots of people who um want to help others and want to show others there's there's a component that you have to be conscious and aware of and that is that people who are ready 
to receive the message or are searching for that kind of help, they have to be in, you have to be in that space. You have to be in the space where you want to do the thing. And certainly something I did a lot when I was very young. Um, and then as I became an adult and as I went into the workplace was I was always like, how do you do that? How do you do that? How do you get to this? How do you get to that? And I do remember actually one of um, uh, someone, God, someone I went to school with years ago. They're a few years younger than me. And um, he came to my house. I think he'd been helping one of my brothers do a bit of work. And this was, God, about 20 or about 20 years ago. And he was like, how did you, how much did this cost? I think we had some really nice furniture um, in, in our in our like, mid-terraced Victorian house. He's like, oh, this, how much was this? How did you get to afford that? How do you get into a position where that's possible? And it doesn't have to just be about, you know, financial things. I remember, you know, there was a job role that I really wanted at Microsoft. And I was like, well, how do you get that? How do you get, what do you need to do? What do I need to display? Who who do I need to be able to see that I have those capabilities? How do I develop those capabilities in the first place? So you have to want it. And that's something that um, I guess it's taken me a fair amount of time to sort of understand, really, because I was definitely raised to think, you just have to give and give and give. You just give. Um, and you have to give with that expectation. And that there, isn't, there is an element of, you know, if you want to give, you do that. You shouldn't expect a certain thing in return. Um, like I found when, you know, we, we bought my mum a fridge and then she gave it to someone else who she thought needed it more. I was like, fuck's sake, we just bought you a fridge. Where is it? Oh, well, well, this other person needed it more. Right. So that was how I learned to give without expectation. Um, but when it comes to emotionally investing in others or, um, I guess, um, trying to help people to follow a path and it's like any of us isn't it? if we do anything you have to want it so whether it is um it was like with the whole writing thing for me and my sister-in-law bought me a book and, and on the front it said if you wish to be a writer then write and I was like it's pretty good pretty good advice and like the conversation I had with Mary so like, you just gotta fucking write it I was like, oh yeah yeah you have to want it and if we are seeking to create change, we have to want it. So by the same token, if you are hoping to um, help others by sharing your story, you have to know that not everyone will be ready to receive that or, you know, they might want the end result but not want to do the work required. I sort of tie myself up in knots a little bit here thinking, is it all right to say this? But I think this is definitely all right to say this. You have to want it. This is the deal. Um, and it is in that spirit that tonight, so on the final proper day of my daughter's secondary school experience, so she's got her last proper day before it's all exams from next week. Um, so feel for her there. Uh, on that final day, um, 
I'm going to speak at another school. Okay, um, but I'm going this evening. So, you know, I'll get to greet my daughter and say, yeah, well done. And look at all the signatures on the shirt and, and chat about it. But I am going tonight to speak at a prize giving at school in Hungerford. And that's the purpose of it. Really. They've asked me to come and talk about my background and how it didn't stop me from pursuing the things that I wanted to pursue and it wasn't a barrier to me achieving the things that I wanted to achieve and so to go in front of an audience and know that some people will be like yeah brilliant yes this is inspiring to me and others will be it's all right but you know not my cup of tea really um that's totally okay and um I'm excited to sort of feel that I've got a bit more confidence and clarity on that point. You can show people the way, but it has to be people that are ready to kind of, you know, put one foot in front of the other. On a different note, well, should we finish it there? I could tell you about the Village Facebook page. Got a joker on there. I'm going to save that until tomorrow Hmm, because then you've got a reason to come back. What do I hope for you? I hope that if there is something that you want to achieve, that you find someone who can show you the way. (laughs) Or if you can't find them, that you start asking that question. Or if you come across someone and you think, blimey, I wonder how they've done that, that you can find the courage to ask them. Because the thing that I've found without fail is that generally people who um, you view to be successful because you know success as a, as a definition it's it's not just about money and status it might be I speak to um it's one of my friends in particular I talk to if I've got a question in my head about parenting teenagers you know I think yeah she's doing a pretty good job I want to pick her brains on on this thing um I hope that if you see someone that embodies a form of success or has done something that you aspire to achieve, that you find the courage just to speak to them because people generally will go, yeah, of course I help you. Of course I will help you. So that's what I hope for you. If you think someone would enjoy this episode of the podcast, please give it a share. If you've been sharing it, thank you very much. If you've been here since the beginning, I love you. If you haven't, welcome. Go and listen to some earlier episodes. I will be back with you tomorrow.